All right, so let me, let's wait a few minutes and see. I have to like cross check on Facebook to make sure it's actually streaming. If anyone's out there in Facebook land, shoot a comment so we know that people are viewing. We are definitely on a new platform today and hoping that it's successful. I think it says two viewers. Okay. Um, we'll wait a couple minutes. It is now two past the four o'clock hour. Oh, lovely. Okay, we definitely are streaming. Yeah, it's working. Look at us. Go, girl. Yes. Right. <laughs> Perfect. So now I know that I don't have to be on Facebook. I don't know if can you see the comments as well, Melissa? Um, we definitely are streaming. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> yeah, I see the comments. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. And just as an example, we can show comments on our screen. So that's Chevelle. Oh, that's so cool. You're the first commenter for the show. She's probably hailing all the way from Miami. So far, we have about six viewers, and we are just shy of two minutes into our streaming. So we're going to just wait a few minutes, get all the jitters out. Maybe pop the Siren Sundays logo and Melissa and Sustainable Lifestyle thing up. There's mom. My mom's saying hi. <laughs> awesome. Hey, mom. So, um, I'm chilling. How are you doing today, Melissa? I am well. I just came out of my yard. <laughs> you? <laughs> and it's pretty hot. That's funny because it's so cold here. Like I was just telling you, it's like I'm sitting next to my heater. My laptop's mad at me now. So hopefully it seems like things are running very smooth so far. <laughs> platform, I'm loving it. I'm really loving this view. Yeah. Features, like this is great. So I would like to put a disclaimer out there. Like everyone who's watching, I'm having really, you know, facial reactions because this is a new platform that we're trying for siren sundays so it's pretty cool it's working out pretty well lots of cool <laughs> stuff to do <laughs> no it's okay um but yeah so we have eight viewers i think it's, it's it's five minutes past no harm in pretty much starting now so welcome everyone again to the fourth episode of siren sundays and ironically enough i would like to say this is probably like the end of the first season of Siren Sundays. Although this is only four episodes, it's been about three months now, I think, since we've been running the show with the sustainable lifestyle. And I know a lot of people are like, well, who's the sustainable lifestyle? Like what, I see you always talk about them on your show. Like, what is it, Lashanti? Because obviously it's not Siren Sundays exactly. And so I brought Melissa on the show this episode so we can test out this new platform and that we can listen and hear about who the sustainable lifestyle are what is this 100K tree planting initiative that I keep plugging in? And who are the wonderful people behind it, like yourself, Melissa? Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so I guess let's go yeah, tell us about yourself. Oh, okay. So, who, okay, are you, so who are you, separate apart from everything else? Who is Melissa Ingram? So, 
Of course, my name is Melissa Ingram. I am a recent, relatively speaking, college graduate. I graduated with a environmental science degree and I'm just a concerned citizen about my Bahama land and wanting to make a difference. That's, that's good, lovely. So <laughs> what, do we, what do we do now with the, so this is your way to say, you work with sustainable lifestyle. Tell us about how this got started and who is starting it and who's involved. Okay, so the sustainable lifestyle is just a group of young Bahamian individuals who come together. We are trying to promote sustainable living methods and practices here in the Bahamas. Um, one of the major things we're aiming to do is really promote awareness about climate change and the UN 2030 Sustainable Development Goals, how they can be achieved and how they would assist us not as not just as individuals but also as a nation towards combating climate change awesome so and so i make sure i follow my schedule properly you just hinted to it but just to give another broad statement what are some of the key objectives for the sustainable lifestyle i know you said climate change yeah so regarding climate change of course um it's been something in talk for a long time, but it's something that we feel as this generation, we should really start making a wave behind it as to why we should care about it and what steps we can do to help not only us, but like I said, our country, our region, our globe, our community um, towards trying to make something better. Um, sustainability is you know, keeping in mind the future generations while we're doing stuff today. So how can we not only make a sustainable future for ourselves, but for our future generations behind us, how do we make living a whole lot better for everyone? Um, so like I said, there are a few of us in the, the group. Chaz Garraway actually started the sustainable lifestyle and he just came back to the Bahamas from school and roped a few of us in and here we are. Um, and now we are trying to solidify ourselves as an NGO, but for the time being, we just call ourselves a group of volunteers. Um, secondly, like I said, we're also trying to work towards the sustainable development goals. Um, so there are 17 of them SDGs and they're basically um, rules with targets that we can aim to strive for in many various aspects of life that humankind can become more sustainable and also a bit more resilient towards climate change. Awesome. That's great. And I know one of the things that you guys are doing or are currently working on is this 100K or 100,000 tree planting initiative for the Bahamas. And so I'm going to quickly pop that picture back up with us on it and the logo for the sustainable lifestyle. But there's another logo there. Can you talk about this initiative and what that logo means? Yeah. So like I mentioned, Charles Garraway is basically the head of the sustainable lifestyle. Um, he is also on the Caribbean Philanthropic Alliance's um, board. They are a group, a regional NGO that's striving to also um, implement or I guess manifest the SDGs within the region of the Caribbean. Um, so part of Chaz's position as the youth coordinator um, is to create initiatives and come up with ideas that can, you know, really unify Caribbean nations in trying to accomplish the SDGs. Um, so the first thing that he's tried to done 
is uh, he's working on this one million tree planting project in the Caribbean. So the Bahamas is only one piece of the puzzle. Basically, we all are trying to aim for 100,000 trees to be planted in our respective countries. There are about 15 countries on board, if I'm not mistaken, the last update I had. Um, so, you know, it's not like we're just here trying to, you know, step out of boundaries, but we are trying to together with the rest of the, the region make a difference. Um, but you've seen like um, wide scale plantings in like Asia and all of these other places are trying to do mass, massive plantings. And it's, it's really towards trying to combat climate change, reduce the carbon footprint. Right. Yeah, because climate change is one of those things where we as Bahamians or we in the Bahamas, it's something that's seemingly not our fault, but we're going to be impacted so much by it. Just an example of the hurricanes that we've been getting. And we are at risk of losing our whole landmass if the sea level rises, you know? And so I think it's important, you know, the Bahamians understand that although we may feel like, oh, it's just those bigger countries, by making a stand and doing initiatives like this, we're showing these other countries that we care and we're concerned. So hopefully that, you know, kind of instigates some change that we want to see. And so... I know you and I met, what was that, last year? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you and I met last year, and so we've been in connection from then. And when you started this, I think I had maybe been on two panels before with you. One was for Earth Day, and then I was on another one where I think I was the only female panelist with like Mark and Scott and Lindy. And I approached you guys after, and I was like, hey, are you guys going to be doing this? often like having these talks i think it's so important and siren sundays was born pretty much and i know a lot of people are like wondering like how do these two connect and and what goes on but i think it's really important for people to understand that these are things working together i would almost kind of say i'm also volunteering with the sustainable lifestyle by using a platform to promote the different topics and one of the things that i know we wanted to do with this episode is talk about what's coming next and what direction Siren Sundays is moving in to assist with the sustainable lifestyle initiative and all these other things that you guys are promoting with the 100K tree planning initiative, but also with some of the other goals that you guys have set out. Um, and I know we wanted to talk about the purpose of outreach. I'm trying to make sure I'm looking at my talking points on the side. Uh, you know, obviously you want to promote sustainable living, sustainable alternative livelihoods for the Bahamas. I know a lot of times a lot of the topics that we've talked about, which are like three <laughs> of the topics that we <laughs> talked about, always hits on the fact that the Bahamas could potentially look into doing this, maybe not to take over tourism completely, but to at least provide some sort of stability, you know, in our country when it comes to food security and even just looking at ways of increasing the awareness of the Bahamian environment and conservation in the Bahamas. I know a lot of people are pretty much unaware of a lot of the things in the Bahamas. Like I know you guys run quizzes now where you are testing people know which trees are native and invasive and even just some animal species. And so what what got you guys starting to do those quizzes? Like what was the whole point of, of beginning that? So in addition to, you know, trying to plant 100,000 trees, we have taken the approach to aim and I guess, bring awareness to our natives. And I guess that was more so a biased approach from my end. So I, I came home from school, from college about two years ago, and I started getting into vegetable gardening with my dad. 
Um, and that turned into me getting to the horticultural world. Oh, let's beautify my yard, you know? And I, I thought I was just so brilliant. Oh, I know so much like horticultural, pretty <laughs> ornamental stuff. Um, and then I did the internship with BNT uh, where I met you. And through that internship, I learned so much about like our environment and why it's so important, why the natives are important. And, you know, just really identifying the fact that we have a lack of representation in our Bahamian species in nurseries. So through this initiative, we were hoping to, you know, really encourage nurseries to, um, I guess, kind of bring in more natives and promote natives to their personnel. But as time has been going on, I've been realizing, you know, after connecting with various persons, they they do care about this kind of stuff. They are trying to push it, but it's just that the demand is not there. So, you know, if it's a business, you don't want to focus on something that persons don't really want. So now we're trying to really have that public engagement where we encourage persons to, you know, go out and get natives. Well, do you even know what the natives are? Here are some natives. Here are some that grow in the coastlines. Here are some that grow in the coppice, the normal forest bush, as we call it. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where the trivia has come from, just trying to um, bridge that gap to kind of teach our generation and those who follow us, yes, we have native species that you might not find anywhere else or that you would find more commonly here. Um, and then showing them pictures, this is what they are. And then showing them pictures of things that they see often and saying, yeah, but that might not be good for the environment or that shouldn't be here, even though it's here so large scale. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's just where the, the background of the trivia has come from, trying to show people the difference between the natives and the invasives, um, the importance of the natives as well. Right. And I know the other day, um, which was so unfortunate for me because I had already left um, Nassau, but you guys had this whole day of people can come and grab seedlings and little saplings. I think, well, I think that's the same thing, seedlings and saplings out at I think it was the fresh markets you guys were out at. Yeah. What was the response for that? Did you find that a lot of people want to plant trees or do you find that people are just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Like, what was the, how was the response from the public with that? <laughs> a lot of people are really interested. I, I can admit that the support that we've been getting from just persons who like, oh, do you want some pots? Let me come and bring you some pots. Oh, I can put some soil in a pot because you need to repot stuff, right? And it's just, it's so it's so great to know that people are interested in this kind of stuff. Um, so it's not only us trying to encourage planting, but also just trying to bridge the gap of, okay, if you have it now, let's start sharing, you know? So it's it's been really great. We got a good amount of pots. Um, we got a couple bags of soil. A lot of persons were like, oh, when you get these seedlings or this type of fruit tree, let me know. It's like, I got you, you know, yeah. in time. But just, it's really good to see that people support this initiative to that extent and are interested in the environment and getting to know it a bit more. So how can someone get involved in regards to certain donations? Are there certain types of trees you're looking for? Do you just want seeds? Like, how and what ways can people donate and help you guys out? What are the best things that they can give you? Or even if it's just donating money and time, what are some of the key things that people can do to get involved and to help out this initiative and even just help you guys out as a sustainable lifestyle group? Okay, so, hmm. Well, we've been doing a good amount of, you know, collection activities. So for instance, um, I have a backyard. I have a good amount of trees in my backyard and 
say one of my fruit trees drops a whole bunch of seeds, right? That would be helpful for us to, instead of me, I guess, weeding out those, those fruit trees out of my yard and just throwing them away because of course I don't want my lawn covered in fruit trees. I can come in as the sustainable lifestyle, as the initiative and collect those seedlings, pot them and then give them a better chance of success of living somewhere else. And then that's going to benefit someone else. And that's been the case for, you know, fruit trees as well as native trees. So if you have seedlings in abundance that you do not want, please do not throw them away. Get in contact with us. We can figure out a way to um, either come and get them from you or pot them up, any any kind of, you know, activity in that sense. Seeds as well. Um, if you have a tree that's loaded in seeds that's underneath one of the native or, or fruit species that we're looking at, um, tree, try to get in contact with us or we can try and get in contact with you if you, you know, make that connection somewhere. But um, Letitia Gibson, who's one of our leaders, she has been working on a seed bank. Um, so we've also been, you know, trying to do some science behind this to see, okay, we got this amount of seeds. Well, how many sprouted from that amount? Okay, so every 100, we might have 50 seeds that come up, you know? Right. Um, so seeds and seedlings, definitely, if people have them in abundance or just willing to give, that would definitely assist, of course pots and soil as well because then once we collect these seedlings or we collect these seeds they have to go in some kind of substrate and that substrate has to be in some kind of container mm -hmm. um, so all of those are helpful even recycled items like uh, milk cartons or like you know minute made juice boxes like we we recycle what we could we use what we could egg cartons for um planting seeds as well <laughs> Um, monetary donations are also helpful uh, because, of course, if we don't get the in-kind donations, we have to go and buy pots or buy soil. Mm -hmm. So all of that kind of stuff definitely helps. Right now, we are working on getting um, shipments to our participating islands. So we have contacts on or team leaders on about five islands at this time, five to six islands, including Nassau. Um, so at the end of September, we're starting to work on those preparations to get our inventory at this time split and shipped out to those islands so that our teams on those islands can start planting, then start distributing. And, you know, then once we get those seeds in the ground, then we can start trying to utilize the same methods we've been doing here in Nassau on those islands. So what are the islands that have team leads. So if we do have anyone listening that either lives on one of these islands or knows people on these islands, like, can you, can you name some of the islands that are involved so that maybe even if they have family members that they know would be interested, they can maybe prompt them and say, Hey, get in contact. You're looking for something to do all this lockdown, you know, ain't no terrorist mm -hmm. law anyway. So what islands are you guys targeting? You said Nassau is one new Providence. Yeah. So of course, Nassau, the, the whole leadership team is basically based in Nassau. Um, so I'll go from south to north. Um, we have Cat Island with Nikita Shield Role, um, mm -hmm. the Cat Island Conservation Institute. Um, and then we have Eleuthera, and we are working with Dion Gibson of One Eleuthera Foundation, as well as Dornland Curtis. Um, and then we go to, I guess, Nassau, which is us. You <laughs> And then Let's go to Grand Bahama. And then we have Grand Bahama, and we are partly working with um, Eco Tanks and Marie Carroll, Bup Bup Girl, um, and one of her 
close friends from the Rotaract Club, Kent Ward. So they are going to be our receiving ends there. Um, lastly, Abaco, and we're working largely with Friends of the Environment um, with some help from the Ministry of Agriculture. Um, so those those are definitely our, our like top islands at this time. We're still trying to work on like Long Island, um, San Salvador, like we're, we're trying to get everywhere. You know, trying to help out everyone, trying to get this wave on each island in some capacity. Um, so if anyone, I guess, is interested in assisting or leading efforts on like a respective island that hasn't been mentioned or interested in getting involved in what's going to be happening on those islands, feel free to reach out and we can see how we can work something out. And so that's the islands that would need someone to reach out would be Long Island, you said. That would also be Andres then, because I don't think you said Andres. San Salvador, which now, and I know people in San Sal, I have to message them because the San Salvador Living Jewels, I feel like they would be ideal for this. Oh, okay. Who knows? I don't know if maybe the connection just hasn't been made yet. Um, Andres and Long Island, and what about Anago and Mayaguana? Are we trying to go that south? I feel like we should. Mm-hmm. I know people call Anago, but I'm a police file, so. Girl, I'm trying to get Ragged Island too. I trying to get them all. <laughs> Riot Island, I feel like, and even like, like I think like forty persons, forty oh, to fifty. Yeah, and then we have Acklands and Crooked. I know people from there, but it's so funny. Anyone who I've ever met from Acklands is in Nassau. Like they're not in Acklands. And anytime I hear about Acklands, it's always like, who who from Acklands, you know? But it definitely, for those of you listening, if you do know anyone on those islands, please feel free to tell them to reach out. Even if you just have an interest for that island and you're in Nassau and you're willing to go there, that's that's probably even great as well because then you could take the plants with you. But to backtrack a bit, Melissa, I know you said you guys were interested in fruit trees and fruit plants. What would you say maybe top two or three plants, fruit or non-fruit, or just like that native species that you guys would want in regards to seedlings or just seeds? Yeah, Yeah, that's a tough one. I would say sea grape and cocoa plum would be two really good ones that we can get a lot of um, because while they can, you know, go in yards as trees, they can Mm -hmm. also be like hedges. So Mm -hmm. like public areas as well, but then they also provide a lot of beach stabilization. So they can also go on the shorelines. So they can be used widely through this initiative. And a third one, hmm. I'd have to go with one of the plums. I'm gonna have to be biased. Hog plum or scarlet plum. (laughs) You could get a little treat too. Yeah. (laughs) Not bad. And so, Oh gosh, I had a thought in this. Oh, right. So when it comes to things like, you know, you said you got into the vegetable thing. What about people who, after they get their fruit and vegetable from the food store and they have their pumpkin seeds, they squash seeds or half an onion and all these other types of fruit and vegetables. Are you guys collecting any sorts of things like that? Or is it strictly seeds from some of the native trees or some of the common tree fruit trees that we see around? Hmm. Yeah. So regarding the like vegetables and like finey fruit, like watermelon, those kind of things, um, we are trying to focus strictly on just trees. 
Um, so in terms of vegetables, we're not focusing on them um, just because for the scope of the project, we want to ensure we've reached the, the count of 100,000 trees and not like go sidetracked by putting our resources to something else. But okay. I strongly encourage it because, um, you know, say like a watermelon, for instance, has maybe 30 to 50 seeds. And, you know, that's 30 to 50 people that could possibly have one watermelon plant running in their yard that could produce many more. So mm -hmm. I always encourage people to save their seeds. If you're feeling nice, you know, go ahead and pot them and just give the seedlings away. Um, or even if you just want to save the seeds and give them to someone else, anything helps. I, I would love to assist in that capacity if we had, you know, the resources and the funding to do so. And I mean, it, it would make sense because we're already trying to make those connections with each island with multiple persons and we could get the, the items there. We can possibly collect seeds and spread the seeds out. If people wanted to help with that, we can get the seeds sent possibly. But yeah, that's, that's what I would say. <laughs> I know, and that's good to know. I think a lot of times when people hear tree planting initiative, they ignore the tree part, you know, and they hear the planting. Because look at me, as simple as that. And I'm already like, ooh, what about onions? And this <laughs> it's good. I think it's important for people to know that. And I also think it's good, maybe use this time to say, where are the type of resources that people can go to besides your Facebook page? Is it your Facebook, Instagram? Where can people go and find out what trees you're looking for? What are the things that you need donated or some places they can volunteer? Or when you guys have these plant pickups, like what... Where is the best place to go for the information? Um, so I would say Facebook and Instagram, we largely use to share information when we're doing stuff. Um, right. For instance, we have activities where we go and collect trees or seedlings. Um, and we would, of course, need more persons on, involved. Um, only because of COVID, we haven't been doing it uh, large scale. Um, but when, I guess, restrictions are kind of lifted and things are kind of back to normal, um, we'll be doing those kind of activities again and assistance or uh, volunteer work, so to say, would be ideal in those instances, collecting seeds as well. Um, we've recently started crafting uh, or air, layer, air layering some um, trees. We have a couple sites that we've been doing that at so if persons want to even get to know or learn how to do that, um, some of the persons on our team who, who leads that aspect of it, you can you know, come on board and, and learn a new skill. Um, even repotting after we collect or grow, say, 100 seedlings, then they have to be repotted to larger pots. So all of that takes a lot of effort, a lot of time. The more people, the merrier, the more people, the shorter time it takes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, capacity building. It's, it's just great getting more persons involved. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because capacity building is so important. And I think a lot of people will look at it as a situation of, oh, I got to volunteer and help these people out. But no, you can also in turn learn this new skill. So now you can now go home and if you decide, oh gosh, you can, I'm going to show them these comments. You can now go home and decide to take these skills that you've learned from someone who is skilled in this area. So now you can plant the other plants that maybe you want to see in your yard or but you want to grow for yourself. And I think that's so important because someone like me, I always like to tell everyone who I meet that talks about plants, I have a black thumb. My father has a green thumb. I have a black thumb. And any plant that I've tried to grow, I literally just had flowers that I had seedlings for that came with instructions. 
and they died. They shriveled up and died yesterday. And I'm so devastated and heartbroken. And I think a lot of people underestimate the skill that planting takes. And so I have Lindy's comment on the screen. Did she say something about air planting, which is back to grafting? Now, I know a little bit about it, but I'm going to see if you can explain first, because I, my knowledge of grafting and air planting is a bit iffy. <laughs> Yeah, so so why I said it like that is because I guess I learned the skill as grafting, and then later on I learned that I was wrong, and it's actually called air layering or mossing. Um, so grafting is, you you can correct me if I'm wrong, Lindy. Um, so grafting is I think when you take a part of a tree and you put it onto a smaller tree so that you have those properties from the tree that you want onto mm -hmm. the new tree that's growing. And then air layering is where you would go to an existing tree and you would just take, you know, a, a thin piece of the bark off, put a little bit of substrate, either moss or like soil and wrap that so the roots can grow out. Then you can cut that piece of the tree off and stick it in the ground. Um, that's what I understand it to be. I could be wrong, y'all don't quote me on that. Um, Letitia Gibson actually can speak to this a lot better than I can. Um, she, I feel like we should try to drag her in on this. Is she? Leticia, if you comment, and I will loop you into this. But yeah, I know my knowledge of crafting is something along those lines. And you know, my plant expert in my life is Mark Daniels, who might more than likely appear again in season two. <laughs> um, I always used to say to him, is it possible to get a tree and have like multiple fruits growing from the same stem and he's like yeah that's that's plausible and then i found this like article that talked about a tree that had 40 different fruit growing from it and i was like here it is mark when i get rich and famous i'm gonna hire you to do this and he was like boy by the time you're rich and famous i could be expensive and i was like well okay hopefully i could afford it but yeah i think it's so important to understand these concepts because a lot of people again that's what this platform is for you just don't know but when you learn and you get that interest and you you spark that in someone it can grow a fire someone may be listening today and saying wow they can teach me how to pot seedlings and grow a tree from a seed and i think that that just is like beautiful the thought of taking a seed and growing it and then one day knowing it'll become a tree and i know as simple as that is i think it's so fascinating just to say this is the tree that i planted to go back to it every year, every, I don't know, like every, you just go back to this one tree. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting philosophical again, but yes, 40. <laughs> yeah. There's an article with some tree out there that has 40 different fruit growing from its stem. Like each branch produces a different fruit. And I wish I could pull the article out of the air right now, but I'll be sure to send that to her after the show, if I remember. But yeah, I think a lot of people underestimate the value and the effort it takes in growing a tree. And that's why this initiative is just so monumental. Like you guys have really taken on, and I don't say this to scare you, you've really taken on a task that is like a mammoth. And do you have like a deadline? Like I know with COVID happening, a lot of conservation projects and a lot of conservation work. I mean, even my conservation masters has been delayed and, and you know, all these things have happened because of COVID. So do you guys have a current deadline that you're working towards to get this done and thank you lindy for the link about the tree um so in terms of a deadline like i said this is not just a national bohemian project but also a regional project so we were in the setting of whatever the region had had deemed as you know the timeline which was march 5th 2019 
2020, March 5th, 2020 to June 5th of 2021. Um, since COVID came up, of course, they've been considering the extension. Um, to this date, there is still trying to figure out, you know, when should we put the official deadline to? So we are unclear of the official deadline. We would have that update later on, but I have proposed for the Bahamas plan to go for a two year project um, mm -hmm. until March of 2022. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's the timeline that I'm guiding my team towards trying to stick to so that we just know we have something set in stone that we're aiming for. Um, and I mean, of course, when the regional deadline comes up, we'll just try to align certain things with their timeline. But that's what we're going to start working towards here. Nice. And so I don't know if this would be a sneak peek question that you can maybe or maybe not answer. How far are we to the hundred? <laughs> To the like, have we have you started physically planting these trees that count towards the hundred k, or is there going to be some mass planting day? Okay, so with that respect, so far what we've done is we have a Google form document, like a survey, so to say, that people can go on and just upload what they've planted. You can mm -hmm. say, you know, the number of trees you you've planted, the types, and also upload a picture. Um, so with that, we have just over like a thousand, I think the last time I checked that were planted. Um, but so I guess this is a fair thing to say. Um, we are aiming to plant physically um, at least 50,000 trees as the team. Um, mm -hmm. So whether that be through donations coming in that we distribute or through our efforts of collecting or also growing from seed to plant at least 50,000 for sure. Um, and then we're also working towards getting numbers from other activities happening in the country um, yeah. that are planting trees. So like any kind of Jeff funded project where they're gonna do restoration efforts, for instance, or like a school that's planting a fruit forest on their campus. Um, so there, there are multiple things that can go towards um, our account. Oh, I love this, guys. Thank you for updating me with your plans. Yeah. <laughs> I them because when you're done, let them know how they can now, again, because I know you said it, how they can log the trees that they planted properly and send the pictures and all that. So where do they go to do that? There's a form, correct? Yeah, so there's a, a Google form. The link is on our Facebook page. It's also on our website, the sustainablelifestyle.org. Um, I guess we can drop it in the comments shortly before this ends. Um, but yeah, there's there's a link that you can go on and find. If you go on our Facebook page, there's a sign up button that once you click on that, it takes you to the Google form sheet. Um, but there's also a pinned post on top of our Facebook page that has the, did you report a tree? Did you plant a tree in 2020? We wanna know, you know? And then it has the link in that caption. Yeah, okay. See, and that's great. I sent the, I put, I put it in the comments, the sustainablelifestyle.org, but I definitely think it'll be worth sharing it after the broadcast for anyone, or maybe if I can pull it up while I'm talking, um, that would be great too. But yeah, so it's great to see that people have been doing it, right? I mean, I think I'm like losing my train of thought now. This is what you have for trying to multitask. I'm going to stop multitasking. <laughs> so 
Not definitely for those of you that have planted trees, like Melissa said, the sustainablelifestyle.org or go to their Facebook page. There is a Google form where you can accurately document the tree that you've planted for this initiative and it can count towards the initiative. Be a part of something big. You know, like she said, this is not just for the Bahamas. This is something the Caribbean is doing. There are about 15 other countries doing it because we want as a region to do a million trees. And I think a lot of times because we're so far north, the Bahamas forgets that we're a part of a region with other Caribbean countries, you know, and it's it's important to, to be a part of something bigger. Be a part of this initiative nationally, regionally, internationally. Um, it's just great. I think, and I'm getting excited about it. And I think it's so important. Again, the quote that I always say at the end of the show, I'm going to say it now and I'm going to say it again later. We are not separated by water. We are connected by it. Water is life. And this is what connects us all. And it's always important for people to know what's happening and know how to get involved because oftentimes people don't do things because they just, they're just not aware. So I, think, I don't know if anyone has any questions as far as my list of things to talk about today, I've exhausted them. I have two announcements. Oh yeah. You should talk about it in Martinique, Fred. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in too. So the mangrove queen. Um, yeah. So if you have planted a tree, I see there's a couple other people talking about soursop tree being planted. A lot of mango trees, which actually hurts my heart because I've been oddly craving mango since I've been back in Cambridge and the mangoes here. I don't know where, they know where these mangoes from. They chop up that small, they're that expensive, and it's just frustrating. But um, <laughs> finally, uh, have I planted anything? Everything I plant dies. So by proxy, my father has been planting. My beautiful bonus mom that said she planted 10 mango trees. So thanks for trying to call me out, but I'm covered. Okay. So again, um, I have, I don't think I have any questions left. I don't know if anyone in the audience who's listening has questions. Um, I know I could go back and there's scarlet plums that have been planted. See grape trees. I don't think he meant grass, but I think it's important for people to understand that trees like the sea grape tree so good for the coastal environment and it's just such a versatile tree you get fruit you get stability you get natural beauty of plants you know um but i do i would say mango is one of my favorites if i was planting trees definitely mango and i know pineapples don't count but i always got to shout out <laughs> to pineapple anytime i get on a broadcast and i have a chance to talk about it but for those listening again if you have any questions feel free to shoot them in the comments uh like i said this is like a tri-purpose call. We're testing out a new platform. We're reintroducing the sustainable lifestyle and their 100K tree planting initiative. We are, oh, Melissa's skin care routine. That's the seeds you want planted in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, and also, surprise, for the next season, obviously many of you know that I've been in Cambridge doing a master's and I finally technically finished, yay. For me, right? And so it gives me the opportunity to have just a little more time to do Siren Sundays a bit more frequently. So definitely want to announce for season two of Siren Sundays starting in September. It will be a bit more frequent. It'll probably be twice a month now. So every other week, we are going to start focusing on food security first. So I'm happy to announce that I do have my next episode lined up and confirmed for September 13th. Michael Bolig Jr. I think he wants the junior in his name if he's listening. Shout out. He is a PhD candidate at the University of Exeter studying spiny lobster aquaculture, and he's going to come on the show 
and talk about aquaponics and aquaculture. And if you don't know what that is, then all the more reason to come and tune in on September 13th. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like Shannon Yates has tuned in and she's asking, how are tree planting events captured? So once again, for the people in the back, tell them, Melissa. <laughs> so I, I saw this question and I, I was just slightly, what, what exactly do you mean? Tree planting events? Mm-hmm. So how are I'm, they captured? This is two things. One, how do you how do I log my tree planting occurrence? Or two, how like are you guys running tree planting events? I think, but I think it's the former, not the latter. Okay, so how are we running tree planting events? So those are still up for grabs. We are in a draft phase of, oh, I see the updated question, hold yeah. on. Yeah. Oh yeah, so um, regarding a database for persons to submit their planting activities, um, we do have a Google form sheet that people can go on and basically fill out information as to what tree types they planted, how much, where was it planted, um, all of those details, a picture that you can upload as proof, um, and that would go up to our overall database. Um, so I, I did wanna mention with this though, that we have given a good amount of trees, um, but if persons receive trees and don't upload that they've planted it, then our numbers might not reflect what we've actually given. So that's why I didn't have like an accurate number when you asked about what is our total, what's been planted. Um, so we're still just trying to solidify, like, okay, we're going to start working on, you know, we know we've given this amount, and now we have a success rate of about 30% of, you know, however much we've given that were planted based on the numbers. Um, but, yeah, so in terms of citizen science, there's also, Shannon, a um, geotag that you can add, uh, your location specifically, um, if you're interested in that. All of these options that I'm mentioning are not mandatory, just to make it a bit more easier and feasible for, for persons as they're uploading. But yeah, um, in terms of planting activities, I know you mentioned like the possible mass planting. We are working towards like, you know, coastal plantings or like public area plantings and just large scale, maybe even at schools. But those are still just, you know, ideas in the draft phase that we just have to solidify. Um, this project I found is, you know, constantly evolving. Like we would be like, oh, let's try this. And then we just go and, you know, do the, the background info, what needs to be done to see if it could work. Um, and you know, every day it's something new, every week something new, but we're just growing and glowing with the process. It's coming along. So once we have more details on possibly like our first uh, mass planting activity, we'll definitely announce it to see who wants to come out, all that kind of jazz. We do have a volunteers list. So if anyone is interested in assisting with, you know, collection activities or repotting activities or planting activities when they should come up, um, if you let us know, we'll add you to that list and then we'd be able to reach out to those volunteers that we already know are interested um, to assist. I'm just trying to update the comments so that people can know everything you're saying, all of these information, everything available. 
you can go directly to you guys' Facebook page, which is this Facebook page right here, making the comments, that's doing this live stream. Like the page, follow the page, log your trees if you're planting trees, and just stay tuned in. You know, there's a lot of things happening as the world is constantly changing. It's important to stay on top of these things, stay relevant, stay in the know, stay knowledgeable. Ignorance is only bliss if you choose to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant, guys. It's blissful on the knowledgeable side. It's just a little darker. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh, that's good that. But again, yeah, so nice you will if I'm there. Yeah, so if you are traveling to the Bahamas when things open up, feel free. Like if you eat any fruit while you're there, because I know you're coming to eat mango. I know you're coming to eat something. Just plant it. You know, if you have a Bahamian friend, plant the seed. Leave a seed in the Bahamas. Leave your mark in the form of a tree, a beautiful plant that can grow one day. So nice. She will try if she's there. And everyone's loving the new format. Yes, I am loving this new platform as well. Melissa, how are you enjoying our new platform that we're going to be using for Siren Sundays season two? I love how I keep saying season two. <laughs> I'm being like a child on this call. It's so exciting. So many things can be done. <laughs> I know. I like this platform. It's cool. This was yeah. a great test run. Yeah, it was. And this was actually a really great episode. And I'm happy for all the people that tuned in. And we literally probably about 15 trees have been noted now that hopefully everyone who said that they planted a tree or multiple trees, please go and log your tree tonight. I will follow up with you because I know y'all personally. I can message you if I don't see that you logged your trees in. Thank you guys for all that tuned in. Again, our next episode is going to be on September 13th. We will be talking about aquaponics and aquaculture. And coming soon, which hopefully by the next episode, you guys pray that I get it set up in time, we will be streaming via YouTube as well. I know a lot of people either don't like Facebook, constantly deactivate their Facebook because they want to focus more, or just know people who would love these, but again, they don't have Facebook. We will be streaming on YouTube and they will stay on YouTube. So stay tuned, stay engaged. Oh, thank you. See, people will definitely be logging their trees. And I love how that's like a, what is the term for that? That's like a pun, logging their trees. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. it's a pun. You guys don't shoot me. I feel like, whoa, that was that was a very punny joke, but puns are the most clever form of humor, in my opinion. So yes, log your trees, but in the data sense, not in the farming sense. Nonetheless, I don't want to drag this show on. Melissa, are there any final words that you have for the people? I don't think any other questions are coming in for us, so we'll we'll have to say goodbye. Well, I, I didn't mean to ignore the comment about my, my skincare routine. I don't really have one, so I can't really answer that. I'm sorry, um, but I do appreciate everyone for the support and the love. Definitely appreciate it all. Um, Hopefully, you know, not just me, not just my team, but together as, you know, citizens of the Bahamas, we can totally accomplish this goal. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah, I'm so happy. This this has definitely been a very engaging show. I think people like seeing their comments pop up on the screen because we've had a lot more people interacting or maybe I'm just noticing it more now. That I'm actually no, it's so cool, though. I love the comments popping up. I know. Oh, and and the banner at the bottom. Right, right. So definitely, wow. this has been such a good episode. Thank you to all the loyal 
people that tune in every Sunday afternoon or Sunday night if you're in the UK, or maybe even later if you're in another part of the world. I know sometimes my brother tunes in from China, and right now it's like, oh, what time is it? It's like 5 a.m., you know, in China. So thank you to everybody that tunes in. Oh, I love it. I feel like a superstar. You guys make me feel so great <laughs> because you actually tuned in. So happy for the support. And again, whether you're in the Bahamas, whether you're in the States, we are not separated by water. We are connected by it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Siren Sundays. Melissa, say bye to the people. <laughs> Ciao. See you bye, next guys. September 13th for aquaponics and aquaculture. Until next time. Yeah.